Welcome to Living the Empowered Life podcast, where we discuss all things empowering, encouraging and inspiring. My name is Yvonne Ellis. I'm an empowerment speaker, author, coach, trainer and founder of Yumi Empowerment, a company that facilitates the empowerment of people. I help people to make positive life change, live in their purpose and develop into their best version of self. I share stories, interviews, spiritual encouragement and actionable tips to empower, encourage and inspire you to live the life you want. So if you want to live the empowered life, join me each week on my podcast so we can take the journey together. Hello Empowered Lifers, welcome to episode 50 of Living the Empowered Life podcast. Hope you are all doing well today. I am doing okay, still recovering from the flu, which I've had for the last 10 days, literally trying to get back into the rhythm of life, you know, all the things that I've been doing has left me a bit out of sorts, so I'm really trying to get my energy back, you know, by drinking lots of kind of smoothies, different things like that to kind of get back to where I was, but you know, thankfully I'm out of the worst of it and this will be my first week, well, going into this week, my first week back trying to get into the swing of things. So I just want to thank you all for joining me for this um, episode of Living the Empowered Life podcast. It's episode 50, guys. Can you believe it? 50 episodes. I mean, this is a huge milestone for me. I really wanted to, you know, a couple of weeks ago, have a special guest on to do the 50th episode, you know, to celebrate that. But as I said, I had the flu. I hadn't been able to plan anything, but I'm hoping to get a guest on in the next couple of episodes because I really think it's worth celebrating 50 episodes consistently, you know, bringing you empowering, well, I hope empowering (laughs) content, you know, helping you to live the empowered life. If it's your first time listening in, thank you for listening in, taking your valuable time to listening to what I've got to say. Please don't forget to subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or Stitcher so you don't miss the bi-weekly episodes. And um, to my continued listeners, as always, thank you guys for your support, your encouragement for listening in and just being supportive. I really, really do appreciate it. So in this episode, I want to share with you about the think big mindset or having a think big mentality. And I had the idea from this episode from a book that I have been currently reading. And it's really been opening my eyes to the whole kind of concept Um, the kind of idea about thinking big. But before I get into that, I want to share a couple of quotes with you about thinking big. So the first quote is by Donald Trump. And I know some people have their problems with him, but I don't have a problem with Donald Trump at all. I think what he achieved in the 80s and the things that he's been able to do, you know, outside of his personality, which people seem to have a problem with, has been quite amazing. But his quote says, I like thinking big. If you're going to be thinking anything, you might as well think big. And I love that quote because it's really about, you know, using your mind to its best capacity. If you are going to think, you know, you might as well just think big, like he said. And the second quote I want to share with you is by somebody called David Schultz. It says, believe big. The size of your success is determined by the size of your belief. Think little goals and expect little achievements. So that is by David Schultz. 
And there is another quote here that says, believe it can be done when you believe something can be done, really believe your mind will find ways to do it. Believing a solution paves the way to a solution. And I do like that quote as well. So as I said, this week's episode really is about think big mindset and think big mentality. So as I mentioned, I've been reading a fantastic book called The Magic of Thinking Big. Now, I did an Instagram post on this book probably about three or four weeks ago. If you're not following me over on Instagram, please follow me over there. It's Y-E-M-E underscore empowerment. Over there, I share empowering, encouraging and inspiring quotes and different things that I do to live the empowered life. But a few weeks ago, I shared that I was reading this book. Now, at the moment, I have about two or three books on the go in between working and stuff. So I've been having a little trouble finishing the books, but I have been, you know, slowly working my way through them. And what this book is about, it's about sharing kind of um, things to help you change the way you look at your life situations and attitude. I picked up this book, I think it was on eBay and I paid about £6 for it. It's um, one of those really old retro books. I know there is a newer version of it, but it came in a bit of battered condition, but I don't mind that. You know, I do like you know, retro looking books, but it was readable and, you know, it does the job. But as I said, this book is about thinking big and changing the way you look at your life and situations. And you know what, this is kind of the ethos of living the empowered life, because living the empowered life is all about thinking big, dreaming big. It's about finding a way to empower yourself in spite of your situation, your life circumstances that you may find yourself in. But you know, what is thinking big and what does it entail? So Let's get into it a little bit today. I know a lot of people haven't really given much thought to thinking big because maybe they haven't looked at it in this way, but it also involves as well looking at your past or your current circumstances and imagining yourself in the circumstances or the situations that you want to be in. It's also about finding the positive in whatever situation life brings you and trying to maybe use those situations to your advantage. It's also about having a positive attitude, mind, outlook on self and life. It is also about educating yourself. It's about self-development. But there are some things that can get in the way of thinking big. And I think it's important to say here as well that having or developing a think big mentality is not something that just happens overnight. It takes years of cultivation. It takes years of developing different habits, um, you know, different ways of doing things. You know, it's not an overnight process. And I can talk about my experience of developing a think big mentality because my journey really started at 35 years old and I'm now 46 years old and I'm still on that journey. So that's just to give you a little bit of an idea of how long a journey to develop a think big mentality, a think big mindset, you know, can take. So there was a couple of interesting things in this book that I wanted to talk about in terms of things that can block your um, journey to developing a think big mentality. And in chapter one of this book, the author shares one of the things that is the antithesis of thinking big, and he calls it excusitis. (laughs) I've never heard 
um, I've never heard the, the term excusitis before I read this book, but it's a really interesting take on having excuses. Now, this book is by David Schultz, and I just mentioned one of his quotes at the beginning of this podcast. So I'm just going to share a little bit with you what he says about excusitis. So it's in chapter two of the book, The Magic of Thinking Big by David Schultz. Sorry, I said chapter one and it is actually chapter two and it's called Cure Yourself of Excusitis, the Failure Disease. So one of the things he says is that go deep into your study of people and you'll discover unsuccessful people suffer a mind deadening thought disease. We call this disease excusitis. Every failure has this disease in its advanced form and many and most average persons have a mild case of it. You will discover that excusitis explains the difference between the person who is going places and the fellow who is barely holding his own. You'll find that more successful the individual, the less inclined he is to make excuses. So he says also here that like any disease, excusitis gets worse if it isn't treated properly. A victim of distort disease goes through this mental process. I'm not doing as well as I should. What can I use as an alibi that will help me to save face? Let's see. Poor health, lack of education, too old, too young, bad luck, personal misfortune, wife, husband, the way my family brought me up and so on. Once the victim of this failure disease has selected a good excuse, he sticks with it. Then he relies on the excuse to explain to himself and others why he is not going forward. And each time the victim makes the excuse, the excuse becomes embedded deeper within his subconsciousness. Thoughts, positive or negative, grow stronger when fertilised with constant repetition. At first, the victim of excusitis knows his alibi is more or less a lie, but the more frequently he repeats it, the more convinced he becomes that it is completely true, that the alibi is the real reason for his not being able to be the success that he should be. Wow, so that was just a whole lot of stuff in just a few short sentences about excusitis. I think one of the things I wanted to first pick out from what I've just shared is that I don't honestly believe sometimes that a person who's always making excuses sets out to make excuses on purpose to it being a way that they say that they can't do something. I do think that people who make a lot of excuses about the things that they should be doing um, and making excuses why they can't do it comes from a place of fear, comes from a place of being scared to try and feeling fearful, you know, um, that they can't do it. I do think having excuses does come from a place of low self-belief, low self-esteem. But I totally do agree with the author that the more excuses that a person makes, the more it limits them. And if we're thinking about that, just in the whole kind of context of thinking big, it really will block a person from thinking big because the first thing they want to do is to make an excuse as to why they cannot go for that thing, why they can't try that goal, why they can't make that necessary change that's going to enable them to better their life. Excuses are really, really damaging. And, um, you know, a little while ago, um, I saw this in action with a young lady that I know. And it's really, really something that has stuck with me because I realised that 
you know, if this young lady hasn't or won't change her kind of way of maybe looking at things and making excuses for things, the things that she really wants to do, she's going to be so disappointed in the fact that she hasn't been able to do it. Um, I have seen the excuses of being too old, not having enough time, all this different type of stuff. And really, you know, they are kind of hurting themselves because they're not getting any further towards the goals that they want to achieve. Now, as you know, I'm an empowerment coach. I reached out to this young person and offered my services and just offered actually just to have a chat with her. Um, just to see whether there is something I can do to kind of support her to get on track to where she needs to be. Because let's face it, if you're somebody who really wants to change your life, if you're somebody who really wants to do something different, excuses are not going to help you to do that. And I think that she knows that her excuses are hindering her. But as I just kind of shared in that short text that I read, um, where David Schultz mentioned about the more somebody makes an excuse, the more embedded it becomes. I do honestly think that's probably what's happened with her. But rather than feel that she should be condemned for her excuse making, I think that support is something that's really going to help her to go forward. So just in regard to excuses, if you're somebody who always finds yourself making excuses, the best piece of advice I can give to you is the best thing you can do to combat excuses is to take action. You know, you just have to do it. You can plan to do it and planning is fantastic. I'm a big advocate of planning things, doing things, you know, um, planning it and going forward. But a plan is going to be useless unless you're taking the action to do it. You must do it. And as I've said before, small action is better than no action. So if you're somebody who finds yourself always making excuses why you can't lose that weight, why you can't go for that course, why you can't apply for that job, why you can't make that life change, you know, you need to get to a place where you stop making excuses and just go for it. There's a saying by an evangelist called or Christian author called Joyce Mayer where she says, feel the fear and do it anyway. That is the best thing you can do. That is going to be the best kind of medicine to, you know, making excuses. So what I can say about what thinking big and dreaming big will do for your life. And these are things that have come from my experience. These are things I've read in loads of personal development books as well. So it's a mixture of both. So some of the things that it will help you to do is to help you see beyond your circumstances. Sometimes when you are doing things in life, it can feel like a goldfish bowl, especially if you are still in your comfort zone, just swimming around your comfort zone. You haven't done anything to kind of move yourself out of it. You know, it is a bit like a goldfish bowl. And one of the things that thinking big allows you to do whilst you're in your comfort zone is it allows you to see beyond it. It allows you to imagine, you know, your life outside of where you currently find yourself because sometimes when we are thinking about our life where we are now and the things that are going on in our life now it can make it feel like it's definite it can be quite depressing and discouraging and um, you know we don't dare to dream beyond that I went through that many years ago back when I was stuck in my part-time job you know imagining that I was going to start my own company write my books create empowering things for people you know at the time because this job was so limiting 
I just thought I would never be able to get out of this goldfish bowl. But look where I am now, you know, nearly five years later, still running my own business, about to embark upon, you know, running other businesses and writing other books. So, you know, I had to start to imagine myself outside of that job, you know, not making this job define me and limit me, limit me by what I felt because I was in it. And I did do a video about this on my Living the Empowered Life YouTube channel and I will leave a link to it as well. Um, the next thing that it will help you to do is to help you to imagine a better life for yourself when you can think big and not be limited by where you are now. And just thinking about, you know, the type of person you want to be and the things you want to do, you know, thinking big is really, really good for that. You know, imagining where you could be three years from now, five years from now, 10 years from now, you know, thinking about what your life would entail, you know, all the wonderful things that you would be doing. You know, it's really, really good for the soul and it's really good for your mind. So also as well, thinking big will help you to develop goals that are bigger than yourself, bigger than your circumstances, bigger than your situation, bigger than how you feel about yourself. If you can just spend that time just thinking about where you want to be five years from now, 10 years from now, and just writing down some goals of things you want to achieve, you know, thinking big really, really does help with that. And I have found what thinking big has done for my life is that it's helped me to live an intentional life. You know, things not aligned with my purpose, things not aligned with where I want to be in life and where I want to go and things like that you know it's helped me to kind of really set kind of clear goals and help me to kind of make decisions around things that I want in my life and things I don't want in my life also it's helped me to change my attitude towards things that I may not like things that are outside of my control so you know sometimes in life you're going to get situations and challenges that come up you know, like when I was in that job for four years, it's not where I wanted to be, but I understood it was a means to an end. It was to support my family, even though it was totally, you know, soul destroying. But I understood it was for a means to an end. At the time, I did allow the fact that I didn't like that job to kind of really affect my mindset. But as I've developed over the years, thinking big has helped me to understand that when I'm in situations that may not be totally great for me, I can do things to empower myself, even though I can't change the time or change how the situation is. So, you know, when I was in that job, I was developing myself taking courses, reading, you know, um, developing my craft, developing my skills and experiences, doing all these different type of stuff. And I do find now that even though I can be in situations that I might not necessarily like, I can turn them around in a way that would empower me. And I think one of the most important things I've been able to do as well is to just watch my attitude in situations as well, because attitude in situations that may, may not necessarily be great is something that is going to help or hinder you as well. If you have a totally awful attitude in an awful situation, you're going to feel, you know, really discouraged and you're going to feel that things will never change. Sometimes, you know, you have to try and find a different way to think about things. And also as well, thinking big has helped me to have courage and confidence. Thinking big has helped me to dare to believe and dare to have the courage to try new things and not be afraid of failure because there's always something that you can learn from things that haven't gone well and it's those kind of little kind of pivots that I've made in my mindset things that I've thought about especially in negative situations how I've turned them around to think a different way about them that has really helped my mindset and my attitude 
I think the key thing that I've got from this book so far in reading it is the key to thinking big or the magic of thinking big is attitude towards life, situations, people and circumstances. How you think in those times is what's going to really, really help you in your thinking. Another thing I've kind of picked up from this book as well is that it's about not allowing life to determine how you act or allow negative situations to influence you. So, you know, those are some of the things I picked up so far from reading this book. And I will do a full book review on this on my Living the Empowered Life YouTube channel. When I do that, I will let you know. So the key thing I want you to take away from what I've shared in this episode really is how you can start to think big is to imagine yourself outside of where you are now. Don't look on your circumstances, your situation, people around you and everything that may not necessarily be good at the moment and make that determine, you know, where you take your thinking or how you think about your future. Don't allow life to hem you in. Whatever the situation, look for solutions. Change your attitude. Use hindrances as stepping blocks. You know, don't allow anything to hem you in. Think in terms of what ifs not I can't. I think that is really important. Change your vocabulary. Think about the things you speak and say to yourself as well. So the Bible scripture I want to share with you this week is from the book of Isaiah chapter 54 verse 2 in the NIV version and it says, enlarge the place of your tent, stretch your tent curtains wide, do not hold back, lengthen your cords, strengthen your stakes. So really, I feel that this Bible scripture really does kind of speak to as well about enlarging your vision, thinking big, changing your mindset. Don't allow your current circumstances to hold you back. You know, think more than you can possibly imagine and go forward. You know, don't let anything hold you back. God doesn't want you to be limited by your mindset. You know, when you give your life to God and you trust him to decide, you know, your purpose and help you to kind of shape your goals and dreams, you will be surprised at the amount of things that you will imagine for yourself, the amount of things that you will do because, you know, your vision is linked to what God's vision is for your life. So I would say to you, you know, Try and start to do little things to help you to think big. And the main thing you have to think about as well is not allowing your current circumstances to define that. So that is it for this episode. As usual, I will do a post notification on Yimmy Empowerment, Y-E-M-E underscore Empowerment over on Instagram. Also on Twitter and Facebook by the same name. And the question I have for you this week when I do the post notification is what three things are you going to do to develop a think big mentality, a think big mindset. What are some of the things that you feel that you can do to start to develop that? Remember, I would love to know. Please DM me or leave a comment when I do the post notification. I would love to hear from you. So that is it for this episode. Until the next one, take care.